Mic check. Happy New Year, everybody. I know we've already had an episode of Juggalo Judgment in the New Year, but this is me talking directly to y'all. And, um, man, this has already been one hell of a fucking week. I'm not going to go into the happenings of the world, or at the very least, the happenings of the country that I reside in, because guess what? It is pretty much impossible to avoid it right now, especially if you have a TV, have access to the internet. So we're not going to talk about that. We're going to try and just, for the sake of me being able to just shoot the shit with y'all, we're going to just disregard it. Let this be an escape from all the bullshit that we are consistently hearing about. 2021 is just starting and we're already, uh, we already want to just cancel the, uh, the free seven day trial after day nine. So, there's been some stuff that has been happening in the last couple weeks. Now, my dumbass did not take any notes as the stuff was going on. I need to start doing that. I did the last time, I think. I mean, even mentioned that I did that last time. But I gotta start taking notes as stuff comes up, because I just looked around today trying to think, what the fuck am I talking about? This has been a rough week. I wasn't really able to do many of my listens during work like I have been because um, work is changing up slightly. Not in a bad way or anything. Uh, I was just... uh, I had my attention fully focused on work. (laughs) As I always do. And uh, because of that, I was late to take care of my listens. Actually, it's uh, about 20 to 11 Uh, p.m. right now on Saturday, and I just did my final listen, my note listen for what we're recording tomorrow. Uh, Needless to say, I'm glad that it's over with. I really thought that I was going to enjoy this one a little bit more, and um, turns out that my original um, anticipation for it uh, and, and how I thought it was going to go was actually true. I originally was like, eh, I don't know. I'm really not looking forward to this one. And then Original, then like later on, I was like, no, I think that maybe this will change my perspective. And then I did the listens and I'm like, yeah, it, have, it hasn't really, really tried. So whenever that episode comes out, you'll probably know. But let's take a look at some of the news that has happened in the Juggalo world. Now you'll remember last episode, I talked about how... I was disappointed that we had no uh, Yum Yum Lure. And we still don't. I did not watch a single one of the streams that ICP did during the month of December. We still don't have updates on a lot of stuff. I said this before, and I'm a broken record at this point, so if you don't want to hear me bitch, I'm sorry. I just want them to be honest with us. And unfortunately, we did get some form of honesty. 
I don't know if I mentioned before, but apparently Shaggy um, said on, I don't know if it was their Twitch or their YouTube, whichever one, uh, that Straight Jacket apparently did leave Psychopathic Records to join up with MNE. Now, there hasn't been any direct confirmation by MNE with the exception of the Christmas track that he produced. So, uh, no clue what else is, is happening there. I do want to point out, though, that one of the final streams, if not the final stream from ICP, I did see a clip from it. And uh, from what I've gathered, it looks like the show started late, which pretty much every single stream did. And Violent J, in in this 45-second clip that I saw, got very candid. And um, he apologized. He apologized for, you know, when they've started the shows late and any time that a show was late because of him. And it wasn't always because of him, but he still apologizes. And then he wants to work on it and work at, at being better about that. Jay, that's a start. I'm glad that you're acknowledging it. I just want there to be results from it. You know, there's been issues the last couple of years, partially with tours, stuff like some of the shows just up and stopping for whatever issues there may be. You know, having a VI, having your fans meet up for a VIP and then it still takes almost two hours for us to get up there while the show's going on. I'm not going to live that live that down, like, straight up. I really wanted to see the rest of that show. As an aside, I want to point out that in that clip, I guess on that, um, on that show, he was wearing a jersey with a hatchet man that was galaxy print, and it was the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. So uh, anytime they want to throw those up on the site, I will probably no joke buy it. I really want that jersey. It was cool as fuck. But again, they did the one stream that was them, I guess, escaping. It was doing one of those escape rooms. And I just need to point out that it showed Jay, Shaggy, Jump Steady, and Ouija Mac. And Ouija Mac is very short compared to ICP. He looked like their kid. It was the funniest looking shit ever. He just stood there looking confused. It was great. <laughs> but it was there whenever he said that, you know, we don't have an engineer right now and, you know, we got it taken care of and, you know, it should be up in a week or two. This is for Yum Yum Lore. Again, this was a couple weeks ago and there's, it's still not up. So, Disappointment. Again, I don't know what's going to happen with this stuff. Now I'm wondering if we're even going to get Yum Yum Lore and they're just going to disregard it until Yum Yum Bedlam comes out. We're still anticipating March 5th for that date. So in just under two months, the clock's ticking. But let's move off of the disappointment 
from Psychopathic. Let's go into some stuff that we have that is concrete. I watched Attack of the Ninjas. I did not watch it live because, well, frankly, I stare at a computer screen for about eight hours a day, and I did not want to then stare at my phone for another couple hours directly. It's one thing if I'm just, like, you know, browsing or whatever, but I can still at least chill on the couch and watch the TV or something. So I didn't want to watch this on my phone. I wanted to actually watch it on TV, um, which I believe I did. I'm pretty sure I watched it on my TV. And Attack of the Ninjas was really good. Uh, everybody but three acts were actually there like when they did their their sets um and that was red wasn't there uh amb wasn't there oh, i can't remember who else it was i really suck because i can't fucking remember that's unfortunate but everybody did really solid set lists not gonna lie um it was cool to see Lex because I haven't seen him uh, perform anything in a while. And he did uh, my favorite track from the first EP that he came out with last year, uh, which is the final track, which features HB uh, the Grizzly, who I'd never heard of. And I'm not going to lie. This is going to sound very terrible. I really did think that the person was a guy and just had like a vocal effect. So I did not realize that HB the Grizzly was a woman. Um, but he had her out, uh, during that set and she did her part. She was fucking dope. Um, we had, Oh, the horror there, you know, everybody from the label did a set and they were all really good. So I'm happy with this one. This was better done than Netfest because it cut a lot of filler, obviously. And there's going to be people who are going to say like, oh, well, you paid for this show and it was four hours long, but Netfest was 13 hours and it was free. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. Netfest was done as a celebration and I'm sure they lost money on that. We didn't deserve Netfest. Let's be real. It was cool. But Attack of the Ninjas was a cool show. I did order the, the version that's giving me a DVD for it, so that'll be cool to tuck away. And during that show, we got an announcement of four more concerts that will be airing in February. So the four Fridays in February, we are going to get, in order, Blaze Your Dead Homie performing One Less G in the Hood, beginning to end. There will be appearances by Twisted and ABK. That's already got my interest peaked. I am hyped for that. Obviously, we're not going to get ICP there. We get that. Uh, so, what is it? Grave Ain't No Place, I believe, is the track that has ICP on it. I'm assuming straight out of Detroit. Eh. I'm curious which version they're going to do. If they're going to do the original version or they're going to do the re-release. But basically anything that's got Jay and or Shaggy on it, 
they're not going to do, or they're going to skip their their verses. So that's all fine and dandy. So Blaze with One Less G in the Hood will be the first one. The second one will be Oh the Horror uh, performing. The third one is going to be ABK performing Hatchet Warrior. That's a weird one. This one kind of comes out of nowhere. Hatchet Warrior... Like, so, uh, I should point out that the One Less G in the Hood is... It's going to be the 20th anniversary of it this year. So, that's a significant step. ABK just performing Hatchet Warrior is happening. Again, we're not going to get any of the vocals from Violent J, from Shaggy. Esham was on that, so that's not happening. It's going to be interesting to, to see how that goes, but looking forward to it. Uh, and the last one will be done by Axe. Axe is going to have, um, I think there was at least, there, there's a couple opening acts, I think. But the one is um, Super Famous Fun Time Guys, who I had never really heard of until very recently. And that's because Axe just signed them to Long Live Evil, their own label. I'm very, very bummed because I started trying to check out their music, and I, I dig it. I think it's really cool. And I kept putting off buying the CDs that they had on their own site. And out of the three that were on there, two of them sold out in the last week, and I missed out on them. I was literally going to purchase them, and dumbass me fucked up. I ordered one of them, though, so looking forward to that. But I did post on their Instagram. I found the the CD that I was really, like, crushed that I missed out on. Um, their post on IG and asked, you know, I was like, you know, I was legit about to order this like two days ago and saw that it's you know sold out are you guys going to press more and they just said yes so fingers crossed they actually do i would not be surprised if they do it from long live evil because long live evil is also allegedly going to repress nox's massacre mask album nox was the original moniker of lee carver from axe if i remember correctly but Super Famous Funtime guys are going to be releasing their next album under Long Live Evil, which is Don't Hug Me From The Front. <laughs> they currently have their single Brainless, which features Billy Obey on the chorus. Check it out. I I dug it. The video is silly, and I'm I'm cool with it. I, I, I dig it. So looking forward to that album when it comes out. I believe that comes out February 5th. Um, also, hey, the same day as the Blaze concert, actually. Can't wait. That announcement happened right on New Year's Day, but you know what else happened on New Year's Day? A brand new single from Magic Ninja Entertainment. These motherfuckers are not stopping. There literally is no stop. Psychopathic had one of the most dead years ever, probably the most dead year they've ever had in their history, and Magic Ninja decided, well, we're not going to do that. And they started 2021 off with a banger. We get a track by ESN, East Side Ninjas. Who are East Side Ninjas, you ask? Well, I will tell you. That is Jamie Madrox, Monoxide, Blazia Dead Homie, and ABK. 
Yes. ABK is doing a group on Magic Ninja. Oh, I accidentally started playing a tiny bit of it. My bad. It's literally just called ESN. And it's hot. It is hot as fuck. I did see some people talk about how um, Madrox just kind of existed in the song. Um, people praising Blazin' ABK and saying that Monoxide just needs to stop because he's destroying everything. And that's in a good way. Monoxide's on top nowadays. It's it's so it's it's very very refreshing from you know ten years ago me not really caring all too much about monoxide and now I'm just like this motherfucker's he's spitting. I was talking to Robbie of Twisted History. I mention that like every episode. Talking to Robbie, and it sounds like this is something that had been hyped for quite a while, or at least people wanted. You know, 20 years ago. <laughs> so better late than never, right? Twisted and drive-by. I will say, it's drive-by. <laughs> I look forward to this. Now, what's confusing is we have ABK doing this show on uh, um, in February. We have him as a member of East Side Ninjas, is he, as a solo artist, signed to Magic Ninja? There's no actual confirmation yet. I am under the impression that he is just doing this stuff like within the group. Similar to how I assume like Lars was on Magic Ninja. Um, King Gordy was still doing like his own stuff so I would not be surprised if ABK is doing something similar where you know he still has Native World and he's still doing the stuff that he wants but is just participating on this I don't think it's a bad thing this could be a very good relationship between the two and because of the popularity the Magic Ninja is getting, this could help boost him up a little bit. If he does actually sign a contract to do solo stuff on there, fuck, we might finally get Shapeshifter. Like, we might get the record that was supposed to come out, like, what, six plus years ago? I don't even know how long at this point. Hell, Young Wicked's the one who worked on it. Technically, I would think it's supposed to be property of psychopathic but I don't know I have no idea how they work that shit out nowadays but I like ABK I like when he works with Blaze I like when Blaze works with Twisted so theoretically this should be a chocolate peanut butter mashup No other actual info on when a record is going to come from this. But whenever it's posted, you know I'll let you know. The 
This episode actually might be kind of short. I'm very surprised because I only have a couple more things to mention. It's new music, and I legitimately just listened to this new music today. Two new CDs that I got recently were Quietus by Buckshot. That was included in the 20th anniversary edition of One More for the Haters. Uh, there is also a limited edition version of it. The limited edition version is actually on uh, streaming services for you to check out right now. And it's dope. It's fucking dope. Ten tracks. uh, Seven of them are brand new. At least two of them have already been uh, previously released. One of them I've seen on a couple singles, but I don't know if that's, that track has actually been put out um, on streaming for people to check out. But Buckshot's consistent. Straight up consistent. And I, I think I've mentioned this before, but I put this in a tweet earlier today that I cannot understand how Buck's brain works where he finds tracks that I would think have no standing in being sampled for a rap track and he manages to do it and it fucking works. Track in question is Loss. Go ahead and check it out. Again, it's on the Quietus EP. I'm not going to actually say what it samples, but if you know your music, you should recognize it. That's a standout track on there, too. No joke. I, oh man, I liked a lot of the shit on this one. It's only, like, for only ten tracks, it's really damn good. One of my favorites might have been a track. It was already released prior, but Secure the Bag, which features Blazer Dead Homie, Triz, and Recognize. Recognize does the hook. It's fucking great. It's got a good-ass beat. Blaze proving, like I said before, that he is, at this point, like an MVP among guest verses. So go ahead and check out Buckshot's Quietus EP. We know, again, uh, I don't even know if I mentioned this before, but (laughs) this was fucked up. On New Year's Eve, Buckshot and Kung Fu Vampire announced that the Double Dragon project was being delayed to July 7th. And people were like, well, what the fuck? Turns out it was a joke. They trolled us. I'm not even going to lie, I was I was legitimately like, fuck, that kind of sucks, but, you know, I get it. Nope. Comes out, end of the month. <laughs> I think I mentioned before that uh, their first track, Don't Get Beat Up, is already out. And they did announce the track list, I think, is, is already out for you to check out. I don't have it on me right now, but you can see it. I can't wait. For that fucking project to come out. Both artists. I just thought about this. Both artists are people that I was kind of on the fence with. At the very beginning. And now I like staunchly support. I should also point out the Kung Fu Vampire. Just released a new track. This uh, this past Friday. Called These Days. Still fitting with that. Same kind of vibe that he had on Come Dawn, 
which probably his best release yet. Incredible production on that record. And this follows that. Track itself is a little bit on the short side, but that's okay. Gives you a taste, I think, of what we're going to hear from his next full release. He's evolved um, vastly different from when I first heard him on, uh, what was the album, Dead Sexy. And I think he's, it, it's been in a good way. Sometimes an artist change up their, their style. It's not really for me. And, I mean, to each their own. I get it. But I've liked the evolution of, of KFE. And like I said, I can't wait for the Double Dragon project to come out. That is, if anybody's trying to cop it, it's on Buckshot's um, web store, uh, Mob Shop. And I think there's two different pre-order options. You can get, like, I think it's just the album with an autographed poster. And then there's, like, the big fucking bundle, like, with a lot of shit. Like, there's a dope-ass, like, jersey and shirt and fucking USB drive. All this shit. It looks... It's one of the coolest-looking bundles. I've, I've pointed out before. He has some of my favorite merch that I've ever gotten of any artist. And it's worth every penny. And this might be, like, the best merch, like, package that he's done so far. So, it's going to take a lot for him to top it, straight up. So, the other album in question was the Cottonmouth King's OG Demos, Seeds of the Crown. Now, for those who may have forgotten, there was a couple months ago where d found the original demo tape from the Cottonmouth Kings. This was when they were still going by, like, P-Town Ballers, kind of transitioning over to Cottonmouth. Uh, I believe at, at one point they go as, uh, they call themselves Cottonmouth PTB. So what was happening was 500 copies of this was being pressed physically, and then it would be available for digital streaming. At this time, it is still not available for streaming. I don't know what is happening with that. There's probably something they have to do um, to push through the proper channels. But I finally got my copy in. Um, I got it in yesterday, so Friday. And, uh, or no, I think I got it Thursday. Anyways, I got it this week, and I finally listened to it today. It is a very, very interesting take on... Now, I could be wrong. It's been a very long time since I've listened to Royal Highness beginning to end. I do recognize that there are songs that are on this demo that are the full versions, you know, were released nationwide. Um, But I do believe that there are tracks on this that didn't get re-recorded for Royal Highness. What's interesting, though, is Royal Highness does not have Johnny Richter on it. If I remember correctly, he temporarily left the group or was in jail or something along those lines. And so, you know, it w- the original set lineup that we got from their first nationwide release was uh, Saint Dog, D-Loke, and uh, Daddy X as far as, you know, lyricists. 
But then on the Hidden Stash record, there was a track that was Nightlife, which was the original Cottonmouth Kings, and Johnny Richter was on it. This demo has tracks with all four members. So it's it's really, really weird to hear these songs that Richter's on in the legit like first draft of it and then you know turn around and on royal highness you know we have the version that people most are familiar with that has no richter it's a really a matter of like you know what could have been that said it sounds like shit i've told you all that i struggle very very much with stuff like hok that I really can't understand what the fuck they're saying. I don't think that D'Lo did try to clean this audio up at all. At all! It literally sounds like I took a cassette that I had sitting in the sun for about five months and then put it in water for like a week and then dried it out in the sun more, and then I popped it in to listen to it. The quality is so bad. I was lucky that I could determine, okay, this person is rapping, okay, now this person's rapping, but it's so hard to hear the actual vocals. It's really more of just a a timepiece at this point. I'm a bit disappointed that that's what was sold to us. I should also point out that the CD itself is not in a jewel case, it is in a cardboard sleeve. They stopped selling the bundles that had the shirts, and you could just purchase the CD on its own. It was a CD with a small flat that gave the history of the early KMK days. They're selling that for $25. It is not worth $25, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm legitimately disappointed in how this was pressed. It is a slap in the face, especially to the people who are diehard Cottonmouth Kings fans. I am not a diehard Cottonmouth King fan. I am a casual KMK fan. I like a lot of the newer shit more than the older shit. Shoot me for it. I don't care. But the fact is, you could have cleaned this up a little bit better. Like, I, it, it, it doesn't sound like you did anything to master it properly. Like, I understand when older stuff does not sound super clean, but fuck, HOK stuff sounds better than this, and I can't fucking hear that. There is a really, really funny skit in there, I'm not gonna lie. But other than that, man, it's it's a grind to listen to. It was more so just like, okay, this is kind of cool, but am I gonna re-listen to these? I don't know. I really, I legitimately might not. And that's disappointing. I really was hoping for something that I was going to be excited to re-listen to more and more and compare to, you know, the versions of songs that I know. I didn't get that. It's a bummer. It's It's a fucking bummer, man. One more thing I was supposed to, or I was hoping to have at least one more thing to talk about because um, the day of Attack of the Ninjas, uh, back on the 30th, yes, the 30th, they added a bunch of merch onto M&E Store. 
And one of them was a red CD. It was, I guess, one of his releases that he had prior to being signed. So if you look on the site, it actually says pre-WTTU, pre-Welcome to the Underground. So me, I'm like, okay, well, obviously I have to get that because I don't have the original. I don't even know if the original was pressed physically. Grabbed that, also grabbed a copy of Symphony of Sympathy. Yes, I already ordered that before. Yes, I ordered it with my Freak Show bundle. No, my Freak Show bundle has not shipped yet. A week from today, which is the ninth right now, a week from today, I will have ordered that shit three months ago. Now, I told you all before that there were issues with the original discs. The original discs from the Freak Show bundle were pressed incorrectly and had the uh, Crimson Crow sampler on them. Well, guess what? I know that they're getting the fixed copies because Robbie got theirs. I still have no update on my shit shipping, and yet I know now, literally just two days ago, I got shipping confirmation of the order that I placed during Attack of the Ninjas. So I'm going to have a second copy of Red's album from MNE. I don't know if I'm going to sell it or do a giveaway or whatever the fuck. I don't fucking know. But come on, guys, shit my shit. I don't want to be, like, naggy and, you know, bug y'all. I get it, there's a pandemic, but come on, man. I got no fucking updates. <laughs> Send my shit, please. And with that, this is officially the shortest mic check <laughs> that I have done so far. So I hope you guys aren't disappointed in that. Maybe I should have taken better notes. What's going to happen is I'm going to end up posting this and I'm going to realize that something fucking major was missed and I'm an idiot for not posting about it. This is why I don't get paid the big bucks. But that said, stay safe, everybody. Please continue to support us. Share us on social media and everything. We really want to... I, I know we don't really stress it too much, but I would love to continue to get more followers. I would love to continue seeing that people are following us. We still don't have 100 followers on Twitter, man. I think we're only at like 92 or 93. Come on. We're more active on Twitter than anything. Actually, we haven't been that active on Twitter recently, which is very bad on our part, I understand. But Instagram, we've got like 300-something followers. I think that's the most... But that's because I use hashtags now. <laughs> so please, 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 please feel free to share our episodes and all that good stuff. Tell your friends and family about Juggalo Judgment and Mic Check. Even if they don't care about Juggalo shit, just shove it down their throat. I'm sure they'll love it. <laughs> As always, you know that you can hit us up wherever you prefer to do the so with the social medias facebook twitter instagram send us an email juggalojudgment at gmail.com and again you can hit me up personally since this is my check i'm just post like putting out my own stuff 
Twitter, at Mike Spawn, the S-E-J, and Instagram, straight as Juggalo. Again, stay safe, everybody. Hit me up. Let's chat. Let's bullshit about some cool shit. And as always, uh, say your prayers and eat your vitamins. Brother.